Hey, Steve here. The murders on this show are not real murders. Believe it or not, they're completely made up. Enjoy the show. This is Killed to Death. And we saw murders. Uh, and Steve, uh, we are still in the midst of a little bit of a lockdown, a little, a little bit, bit of a quarantine. One, yeah. uh, and we were walking through the neighborhood the other day. We saw some lovely chalk drawings yeah. uh, to support frontline workers. Yep. Uh, and that kind of inspired us. We've been doing some nice things yeah. uh, for those out there as well. Now, a lot of people you're going to hear around like 730 people are banging their pots and pans. I don't like to do that. I don't like to bang my pots and pans um, because that's what I used to cook. So I think what's even more better and respectful for them is to make them something with these pots and pans, is to cook them all food. So what I've been doing is just cooking a lot of food and just leaving it out on the sidewalk. I think that's a better message. And by leaving it out on the sidewalk, you've kind of just been dumping it. Yeah, leaving it on the sidewalk. You'll you'll cook a bunch and, of pasta yes. with uh, no sauce. Yep, and then I I borrowed some chalk from the neighborhood kids, and I wrote beside it for the frontline workers: "Don't touch this." Which hasn't been a problem. Uh, if, yeah. If anything, we know for sure it's that no one has been touching this food. Well, uh, yeah, it's still there, but that's because they're working long, hard hours, and they just haven't been around and able to come get it and yet. And y- you also insist uh, that they deserve fresh food, so you're not removing the old food, but you are continually making more. Yeah. So we do have a small pile of uh, spaghetti. Oh, and uh, It started as small yes. uh, and has since yes. uh, grown. Mm-hmm. And that's because I keep making meals because I know how to put these pots and pans to use. And I encourage everyone else to do the same thing. Uh, and Salt all kinds pot- of wildlife have not been reading the chalk. Ooh, that's true. Yeah. So uh, you know what? I, I might borrow the chalk again. And I might make it more clear and I might draw a picture of a deer or something mm. and put an X through it or draw a raccoon and then draw, you know, put the circle and the X if, through it. Yeah. If you start putting X's on the sidewalk, I guarantee we're going to get a dug up sidewalk. That's a bit good. Okay. You have really averted a crisis here because <laughs> we're going to get a bunch of treasure hunters with is, their jackhammers. This is not the first time that I've accidentally put an X marks the spot unknowingly in front of where I live. And, and I've had my whole yeah. lawn dug up one time just because I accidentally spray-painted an X on my lawn. Do you think that the stereotype of... <laughs> yeah, this is a common stereotype that when you die, uh, your eyelids have Xs uh, upon them. That's a Do stereotype. you think it's because uh, the greatest treasure of the human body is the eyes? It's the windows of the soul. That's true. How valuable is that? I think that's uh, priceless. It's like MasterCard. Uh, and what I've been doing mm-hmm. uh, is I've been honking. Yes. I've been driving Honk very horny, fast. Say, right? Right. It's, yeah. And normally that is why I'm honking. Yeah. Uh, just to, as some kind of release that oh, I yeah. can't do while I'm driving. I assume that's why everyone's honking. Uh, but some people are honking to support the front line uh, when they drive by. Oh, right. Okay. Uh, yeah. So, but, but I've been doing, because I don't know where specific frontline workers live. Possibly. So I have just been honking throughout the neighborhood. You gotta honk everywhere. I will drive as fast as I can. Yeah. Uh, honk. Uh, I, so I've been disregarding a lot of street signage uh, and lights. If you're honking, they know you're coming. They know I'm coming and they see my car. And I like to imagine it just gets their heart racing to know someone can go so fast. And they'll think, I can do that. I can work just that fast and save some lives. Yeah, I'm just trying to speed up the nurses. <laughs> They do need to pick up the pace on this Let's one. Let's go. Um, that's what all the pots and pans are banging about, I think. It's like, hurry up. We've still got a lot of cases. What are you guys doing? <laughs> pick up the pace. Uh, Steve, uh, speaking of medical catastrophes, yes. would you like to solve a murder? Yes, yes, I would. The victim, Mayor Kenny Greenwood. Today's guest, Deputy Mayor Derek Gleed, who found the body. Uh, Deputy Mayor, hello. Hi. Hi, it's uh, wonderful to have you here. Thanks. I'm not used to, like, I don't know, talking about myself, so it's fine. Hi. <laughs> now, your expression implies that it's not the past tense of glee at all. Uh, you are currently uh, pretty chipper, it seems. 
Your name. Um, I like to look at the bright side of things. Like whenever things are kind of mm. rough in my life, like, um, you know, when the saying like, don't cry over spilled milk. I know that saying. Yeah. 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 I, I go around spilling people's milk and then I explain why you should be happy about it because then the cows, they don't, they're not producing as the milk and then, you know, it's better for, for the environment. Yeah, well, I think the cows have already produced the milk at that point. I'm not sure. A lot of people say that. <laughs> yeah, That's what a lot of people say when you spill their milk. They're like, the cows have already produced this. <laughs> the cows have already produced it. Who are you? Right. Get out of here. Yeah. You're scaring my daughter. Stuff like that. Yeah. But don't kick me out over spilled milk. Yep, As that's the me. Goes. <laughs> and, and how old are you, may I ask? 51. <laughs> Uh, you you'd have to be you're you're a pretty senior government official yeah i mean you know whenever they say the word deputy it it kind of you you might think that it's not like um as high up as someone else because you are you're you know deputy is like a, a word that like might be derogatory mm. but i again you, like you to look on the bright side exactly and so i like to make um myself deputy of lots of things and uh, I'm really happy with that position because I don't like to be the one in charge. I like to be the one that encourages the people in charge. Is it is it an elected position? Um, I was just told one day that I was the deputy mayor. And so I showed up. I didn't own a suit. And it was a big problem. But um, I, um, I used to homeschool my kids. And then after three weeks, my wife was like, are you leaving the house after I leave? <laughs> and I had to tell her that I was actually going to City Hall. And uh, anyway, divorce is crazy. <laughs> it's, hey, but it's nuts. Don't cry over spilled milk, you know? Exactly. There's lots of other people out in the ocean. <laughs> <laughs> and that's where you do most of your dating? You've gone out to the ocean? You gotta get on a cruise. <laughs> <laughs> what? Now's the time to get on a cruise. You gotta. What city is your government based out of? Brooklyn. Brooklyn, you are the deputy mayor of Brooklyn. Is this Brooklyn, New York? This is Brooklyn, Ontario. Uh, Brooklyn, Ontario. Where is that? It's uh, between Whitby and Uxbridge. Oh, sure. Okay. I can sure. picture that. It's not, so much, it's not so much a town as it is a, um, a hamlet. Right. So it's like smaller than a town, um, but bigger than a, like, a, like a shanty town. <laughs> Right, there, there are. It's not constructed of lean-tos on the ocean side. Yeah, no, like we got sewers and stuff. <laughs> and that is the town motto. Yeah, <laughs> that says it. Welcome to Brooklyn. We got sewers and stuff. I actually came up with that, and we had a big fight about it. You and, <laughs> you and the mayor. Yeah, but you won. I won because I put it to the people. Wow. And um, because of the town so small. Um, you know, my my wife and uh, three kids, they all voted for me um, and uh, in a show of solidarity. And so that's, you know, that's a large portion of the town. What's the population of Brooklyn, would you say? Eight. Eight. Okay, so there's you, your wife, your three kids were at five, the mayor were at six. And that you're, this yeah. is your ex-wife now, right? Yeah. Right. And ex-kids. Okay. <laughs> you lost the kids as well. Yeah, she took the kids, and the kids were okay with it. They still <laughs> voted for you because they cared about the sign saying, we have sewers. Yeah, they, they're they proud of the sewers. Like, everyone in the town's proud of the sewers. A lot of people commute into the town. Like, the town's got a small population, but we get people in from all over the place. Because people, um, people love Brooklyn. Like, there's lots of great nature, mm. and there's lots of great infrastructure, um, but there's very high property taxes, and so a lot of people live just over the border, and then they come in. It's bustling. Downtown is bustling when during the week. Uh, which is of the downtown of nature and walks and stuff. Oh, yeah. Like, when you, when you go down into the forest, there's an intersection <laughs> that leads to the creek. And that intersection is just people are going fishing, they're going hunting, they're going on walks, they're going on hikes. It's it's really this, exciting. This is boosting the economy. This is helping the town? Absolutely. Oh, okay, good. I mean, fishing stuff costs money. Does <laughs> Do you have tackle stores? Oh, yeah. Oh, no. Not in Brooklyn. 
But Uxbridge, real close by, they got lots of great bait and tackle. Okay, so go there, spend your money, go to you and fish. Yeah, please. <laughs> Put that on the sign. So coming up with slogans, uh, what, what are the other duties of deputy mayor? Um, a lot of it is like ribbon cutting ceremonies. Hmm. Um, you know, shovels do, and ground. Do people stuff want like you that. to cut the ribbons in these scenarios? No, it's tough to because, like, I gotta push by a lot of people to cut that ribbon. <laughs> Wait, there's so, a lot. What's this? Uh, can you lay out a scenario you've done a ribbon cutting where you've had to push by a lot of people? There was a christening, and um, there was a lot of um, family and friends dressed up at the church. And I saw lots of ribbon and lace, mm. and whenever I'd see it, I'd just snip it. Yeah. You snip it off someone's clothing. With your huge scissors. <laughs> Those big novelty yeah. scissors. Yeah, they feel great about it, you know? It's, it's exciting. They see me. They ask the same kinds of questions. I shake hands, all that kind of stuff. That's nice. So, yeah, a lot of ceremonial duties. Yeah, exactly. And, I, you know, I, I like it. I like, I like being, you know, helping out. And were you ever told why you were called upon for the position? I was, but it was a phone call in the middle of the night <laughs> with a disguised voice. <laughs> huh. And it okay. said, show up to City Hall tomorrow morning, your deputy mayor. And that was it. No, So you didn't get an explanation as to why? Oh, why? Yeah, no, yeah. no, no, no. No, it's I just assume... been sinister uh, messages to you. Oh, if a man calls you in the middle of the night, that's explanation enough. You do it. <laughs> <laughs> I guess that's fair. I mean, that's scream logic, you know? If they're calling got... so late, it's got to be important. They know you're sleeping. Mm -hmm. Yeah. That's if you how I get all my jobs. 6 p.m., there's trouble. <laughs> <laughs> and you, have you ever gotten a call again from this mysterious disguised voice? Once or twice a week. <laughs> oh, okay. So you, you guys stay in touch. Yeah, a lot of stuff like, hey, drop off um, dinner at this apartment, and I'll have to go and cook some dinner and bring over dinner. And, you know, it, it can get a little much. See, I get I, that. I've know, been cooking dinner and putting it out on the sidewalk, so I know it, and good for you. It's tough, right? It it makes a difference, though. We're doing our part. Every little bit helps. Good for you. And w uh, any correlation between where these things need to be done? Is it are you kind of narrowing down? Maybe this person lives in a specific apartment. I never thought of that. That's a great point. Is it always the same apartment? Yeah. <laughs> Weird. Okay. I bet he lives there. I should knock. <laughs> you just leave the food and run? Yeah. Specifically run. <laughs> it's the middle of the night. I'm scared. It's the dark. <laughs> right. And sorry, is this an apartment in Brooklyn? No, no, no. Oh, so you have to really drive somewhere. Yeah, it's in Etobicoke, so it's a big drive. Wow. Yeah. Uh, how did people like Mayor Greenwood and the others at City Hall react when you showed up and said, I'm Deputy Mayor? You know... There was a lot of suspicion, which didn't make me feel so good. And I think, I think after a while, they got used to me. And I don't want to say took advantage of me, but, I mean, they asked me to do some jobs that were, were not specifically what I would consider deputy mayor jobs. Right, like cook them dinner, leave it at their house. Yeah, <laughs> a lot of cooking. <laughs> Cutting the Hard. ribbons they don't want to cut. Exactly. Mm. Exactly. Yeah. So, I mean, I was happy with the with the job. Um, it was sad that my family left, but I think when you're in public office, you're supporting more than yourself. You know, you're part of a bigger solution. Right. right. Yeah. You care. Yeah. yeah. How long have you been doing this for? Oh, this has been this has been three years now. I've been deputy mayor. Uh, and were you under Mayor Greenwood the entire time? No, oh. every six months a new mayor. Really interesting. I, yeah. I feel like you'd run out of different residents very fast. Yeah, it it was real. See, the 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 thing is, you don't have to be living in Brooklyn or born in Brooklyn or anything to become mm. mayor. Um, you just have to uh, want to be mayor. And then they kind of let you because most of the mayors, um, the, every six months, the mayor dies. Oh, oh so this is not a, a new thing. 
Um, most of them, most of them die. Well, they tell us of natural causes. Who's they? Yeah, and who's telling you this? The, oh, th- there's a group of of um, men and women that show up in black kind of town cars. Right, and, shades. Yeah, that you know. Yeah, that's amazing. <laughs> that's so funny that you know them. Um, and uh, they show up and they kind of like take over and they tell me natural causes. Go home. And so, you know, this is this is something you get used to. Very interesting. Mm. Uh, and so Mayor Greenwood, uh, his his demise happened in a similar fashion to all the other mayors. This was the only one that was different. <laughs> <laughs> OK, so this is why you called yeah. us suspicious. Even. Yeah. Well, that you, doesn't make me feel very were, good. Suspicion. You two were had a very good ad. And I thought, well, these guys look fun. Oh, you heard oh. our ad on, like, Landlord and Tenant Pod Mess or something? Yeah. <laughs> oh, nice. You listen. And, um, you know, most of the time when someone's killed, it's a lot of negativity. But you guys seem real nice. <laughs> That's true. We do laugh a lot for a show about murder. Hey, don't yeah. cry over spilled milk. That's right. Don't cry over spilled milk or suspicious murders. So uh, you were the one who found his body? Yes. Take us through the day. Okay, so I had just come back from cooking a meal and dropping it in a Etobicoke. <laughs> and running back. <laughs> running back. It's very long. Anyway, I got home. I showered and I shaved and I ate some breakfast. And then I was going to work. And on the way to work, I stopped and I looked at the pond. Then after the pond, I went to City Hall. And but the pond the is mayor... still important in this story. Have you ever looked at the pond? No. Uh, not the specific Brooklyn pond, no. no. Tadpoles, lily pads, um, frogs, g- grasshoppers. You ever seen a leech? Bull rush. Oh, God, no. Oh, okay. Oh, okay. I would be so scared. <laughs> Leeches... Um, suck your blood. Do you know that? <laughs> oh man. Okay, it's 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 a positive pond. Oh yeah. Okay. Yeah. So th- um, and so after the pond, I went to City Hall and uh, I went into the mayor's office, and there was the mayor sitting in his chair. So far, so good. And, yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. And I started talking to the mayor, and we had a meeting. And about 40 minutes into the meeting, I realized he's dead. Yeah, what had what had the meeting been about for those 40 minutes? Oh, I was going on and on about things I saw at the pond. <laughs> <laughs> How grateful you were that there weren't leeches. Exactly. Most right? of it, you I were said, just naming me- the different things you saw. Yeah. And I thought, maybe we should change the town slogan to Brooklyn, home of no leeches. Okay. Anyway, he wasn't very responsive. And I took that hard, but then I realized it's because he's dead. And I walked up and I did all the things you're supposed to do with a dead body. You you touch the neck and the look for the pulse. No fire, no wire, wrist. no gas, no glass. No. Yep, that's for CPR. And so I did that for a while. <laughs> I've never taken a course, but I think I got the hang of it. Okay, what were your and guesses? My guesses was um, what you said, and then you you take off the tie. He was wearing a tie because that's the, around the neck, right? Right. And then take off the jack the suit jacket because you want to be able to breathe, and then you take off the shirt, right? And because you want you want to get some air, and then you know you just start. Um, you put your arms around and you start hugging and kissing and <laughs> pushing the pushing the chest to get the air in there and then kissing to give give your breath into that person. Of course, so you undress and then kiss the mayor. Well, the mayor was I was trying to save the mayor's life. Yes. Yeah. Okay, so you sorry, you you administer CPR is how I should have phrased yes. that. Yes, exactly. And um and then when I realized this man is not coming to. Um, I called um, the ambulance and the police and the firefighters. Now, do you have all those services in Brooklyn, or are they coming from somewhere no, else? No, no, 
No, they're coming from um, White Vale. They're coming from North Pickering. They're coming from East Ajax. They're coming from South Whitby. <laughs> they're coming Why? from what's they're that? All, they all get sent at once. Oh, I call them. All, I call each township and hope you know someone gets there fast, and the competition will spur them on. <laughs> oh, they like it. Okay. And then you, yeah, and you make a, a few bets on who's going to get there first. Oh yes. Yeah, I have lost quite a bit of money, <laughs> um, but that's okay. I, I, I think it's fun to support the, the, the first responders. And I have to ask, did the uh, people in black town cars and shades, did they make an appearance at all? They did, and uh, they came up to me in the hallway because I went to go get um, a, a Fanta and they said, hey, did you call the police? We told you before, never call the police. <laughs> Have they told you this? They did, and I totally forgot. <laughs> when was this? When I the mean, last mayor yeah, died? Yeah, do they tell you this every time a mayor dies? <laughs> every time. They say, don't bother the police. They're tired. And so I was like, oh, my God. Whoopsie-daisy. This one's on me, fellas. And then, so I bought them all Fantas. They didn't even want them. And um, they said, well, you know what? You're in trouble. We're going to get you. Oh, no. You are in. Yeah. You were in trouble? Apparently. Um, so that, that didn't make me feel too good. But again, spilled milk. Like, I've been in trouble before. It works itself out. <laughs> Now, uh, when you saw his body, was there any noticeable signs of wound? Like a wound? No. No. Wait. There was a knife in his back. There was a knife in his back. Okay. Yeah. I'm Did sorry. you say wound? Uh, was, do you mean metaphorically? Or, or was there a physical knife in his back? Yes. It was, it was metaphorically put there. Oh, okay. And when they put it there... They um, were trying to kill him, and I don't think it worked because in the front, there was some bullet holes in his body. Okay. And I hadn't seen those before. Um, and then um, the cops had said later that there was poison in his drink. Oh, wow. This is a real uh, – is it Rasputin? Rasputin? How, how is the – what's the official pronunciation? Rasputin, I think. Poison. No, poison. Oh, poison. Oh, okay. God. I was poison, way off. <laughs> That's okay. Um, but, but those I, were all things. I have to ask. It does seem that you... You have to. I need to ask this. Why have you never become mayor as deputy mayor every time a mayor dies? Whoa. Would it not fall to you at one point? That's an excellent question. I had to ask. <laughs> what do you mean? Well, uh, you know how... A vice president, if something were bad were to happen to the president, the vice president would take over. Or if, let's say, there was a sheriff and a deputy sheriff, if something happened to the sheriff, the deputy sheriff would take over? Are those really? those Yeah, that's how those things work. So we're just curious if that also applies to uh, mayors. I... Wait. I... I should I be mayor? Well, it seems like you should have been mayor years ago. But someone else always comes in and says I'm mayor now. Oh, now interesting. How is a mayor chosen in this in the town of Brooklyn? You have to. It's the first person to put your name on the door. <laughs> Are you? Did you ever talk to any of these previous mayors about if they were compelled to do so by a middle of the night phone call? I did. And they had all said to me, no. And if I ever brought it up again, I would be murdered. <laughs> and I thought, I thought, that's mean. Yeah, that sucks. Yeah, but you got to brush that those comments suck. off. You know, you can't, you can't let them sit with you. That's, it's bad, bad energy. Exactly, yeah. Negativity, I think, is infectious and contagious. And when you're too negative, I think, I think you just breed negativity. Right. Mm -hmm. So 
these other mares, uh, when they were found, do you know if they had uh, a similar uh, wound of bullet holes in their fronts and a metaphorical or physical knife in their back? Is that, um, like, is that the kind of thing that's important in a murder case? Oh, well, anything could be important. This is just me being curious. Yeah. I'm like I a think, cat. Because now I'm feeling bad that I didn't bring that up at all. Everyone was the same. Not, well, that's okay. The, the, the point is, you told us now. Yeah. yeah. I didn't remember each You're time. You're not in trouble. But I, no, don't worry. I don't want to be in trouble. We're not going to yell at you. Okay, good. <laughs> We're on your time. What? We're on I'm your on your time. Side. I'm say side. Eastern but, Standard? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah we're Toronto, on your time. Toronto and Brooklyn, I think, are similar time zones. Yeah, <laughs> different accent, though. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I can hear your thick Brooklyn accent. Yeah. Hey, I'm from Brooklyn. Hey, what's up, pizza pie? This is, of course, the first time we're hearing that specific accent. Honestly, I ha- I'm controlling it. All the time. So this is me controlling and subduing my mm, Brooklyn accent. Mm. Well, don't don't be embarrassed. Feel free to uh, <laughs> speak however you like. Yeah, for the rest of this, you can feel free to let that Brooklyn fly. Well, I'm trying to work on my Toronto accent because I'd like to become deputy mayor of Toronto. Probably uh, sounds more similar to your Brooklyn accent than what you were just doing. <laughs> just don't worry about the accent, I guess. <laughs> Okay, I'm trying my best. Hey, so are we, and and, and I think we're getting somewhere, which is promising. Yeah, uh, what we're going to do, actually, uh, is take a quick break. Uh, it turns out we've got a few murders we need to solve. Uh, it turns out maybe something fishy is going on in the town of Brooklyn, Ontario. Fishy in that pond? Yeah, fishes. We'll be right back. We are back on Killed to Death, the, the podcast. Po- podcast. The podcast is comedy. The improv comedy the, podcast. The improv com- it's a comedy on podcast. The Sonar Network. It's the comedy podcast that asks the question, what's murder? Yeah, we always start every episode by asking, what's murder? We encourage you to email in and tell us. Mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. We're close. We almost got it. <laughs> Five years and we're close. We're so fucking close. <laughs> I know. We know it's bad. So far... We know n- not good, and we know we've dedicated a lot of time to it. Uh, and we are still here, of course, with Deputy Mayor Derek Gleed. Uh, Hi! You are the Deputy Mayor of Brooklyn, Ontario. Yes. In between Whitby and Uxbridge. That's true. Uh, you found uh, your mayor dead in his office. Uh, yeah. Bullet holes in his chest. You bring him down to the ground. Well, not to mention take the off his shirts. Metaphorical knife in his back and Rasputin in his. Oh yes, blood. Yeah, uh, poison. Shit, sorry. Uh, You'll get it. <laughs> you take off his clothing, uh, lay on top of him, and kiss uh, until the shade people pull up in their towns cars. Uh, they say, "Why'd you call the police?" Uh, which you had done. They say, why'd you call the police? We told you not to do that. As every six months, the mayor dies in a very similar way. Uh, They always show up and tell you not to call the police, which you've already done in every circumstance. Yeah. Are the the mayors always found in that office? Yes. Same chair, same bullet holes, same knife. (laughs) (laughs) What do you mean by the same bullet holes? So um, the bullet holes are in the same position oh is it a pattern of some kind yeah it's a it's a pattern it's um it you know connect four (laughs) yeah it's your your turn to play yeah so there's like there's bullet holes that are like going up and down the chest there's about 14 bullet holes and um are they of two different colors well there's smaller bullet holes that i assume are black and then there's bigger, bigger bullet holes, which I assume are red. And I think whoever's doing this is having a pretty fun time playing Connect is it al- Four with this body. Is it always the same winner? No. No, they go back there's and a- forth. Yeah, I've been keeping tabs. It's fun. Who's, who's winning right now between the bigger 
red ones and the small black ones or yellow. Yeah, yeah. Black is up 4-3. And so the next one, I'm going for red because I love a tiebreaker. <laughs> <laughs> wow, okay. That's very interesting. Someone has been playing Connect for uh, by shooting mares in the chest. Presumably. Was this important information for the police? Should I have told the police that? Well, according to the men and women in shades, you shouldn't have told them anything. So it's all who you ask. That's true. That's true. And we say, as long as you're telling us. A lot of cops listen to this show. So don't worry. <gasps> They'll get the info somehow. Um, can I give a shout out then? Of oh, course. Yeah, please. <laughs> um, hi, Jen. <laughs> um, uh, I know you're. if you're listening... Um, Hey, girl, and um, this is Derek, and um, fifty-one years old. email back. Uh, I don't want to keep paying for the service. Just email back. Okay, that's it. What? Rock on. What service are you paying for? There's like a cool service that hooks, um, hooks people up to date, and I've been seeing this cop um, named uh, Yolanda. Okay. And uh, for short, it's Jen, and um, it's a Russian site, and um, I pay to talk to Jen, and Jen and I are, are become real good pals. So you you yeah. gave gave a shout out to her saying uh, contact you back because you'd love to stop paying for the service and, and maybe get more steady with her. Yeah, it's a lot of money, and I mean, like you can email for free, right? Like. Mm-hmm. Uh, Newsflash, he's free, and I'm paying a lot of money. He's a cop in Russia? Well, it's a Russian site, but Jen says that she uses the Russian site because it's um, it, it allows her to um, not tie up her family computer. Now, have you ever spoken to Jen over the phone? No, no, never. Okay. I keep saying, what's your number? And she keeps giving it to me, but one at a time. What, oh, so what are you at right now? I'm at 582-6. Okay. You're getting there. I'm getting there. You're about I think halfway. That's just like the country code and stuff. Like, I don't know. I'm, I, I don't want to push it. I don't want to rush things. No, of course. Uh, yeah, you don't want to be Russian. Ring, 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 ring. Oh, there's a call. Why wouldn't you want to be Russian? What's wrong with the Russian people? Well, it sounds like they're uh, screwing you over on this site. What? what? No, it sounds like he's found a very successful partner. I'm just going to hang up this phone call quick. It sounds like he had he has a very successful budding relationship. Oh, well, I didn't want to be the one to, to burst your bubble, but unfortunately it doesn't. I've gone through these things, man, and, and sometimes uh, it results in nothing at all. What? Sometimes these sites, and, I, and I'm sorry to say it, but um, sometimes they're not reliable. Oh. Oh, Derek. Oh, Sp- God. Spill, spilled, spilled milk. <laughs> yeah, no, it's just a bit of spilled milk. Spilled I, milk. I just wanted you to, to let you know before you got in too deep, maybe. And it's For the listener, Derek hurt. has turned away from the computer screen, and he's just staring out the window. D- Derek. Are you okay? Um, yeah. Yeah, no. Just just looking out uh, at my life. Derek, I'll tell you this. Every time I've used a service like that, it's been successful every single date, every single time. I always I end up in a five-year relationship any uh, with any person I talk to on a dating site. I figured as much. Okay, good. <laughs> it's good. Just, uh, maybe it's just me. It's just my own bad luck. Don't give up. <laughs> Th- thanks, man. For the listener, Steve has started staring out a window. <laughs> Okay. Hey, Steve. Steve, what's up, man? I don't want to talk about it. No, what's going on with you? Every time I sign up for these sites, it turns out to be a scam. And either the women don't exist, the site doesn't even exist. Gets taken. So wait, what have you been signing up for? <laughs> Friends made it. Friends made a site. It's not even a real site. Oh yeah, that is that is true. Me and Eric they're did always, make a fake dating site for you once. WordPress, <laughs> and they and I send everything. I send nudes. Well, once <laughs> once me and Eric just sent you a dot doc, 
We sent you a Word file. Yeah, yeah. And I added some photos to it. <laughs> I added all my information, my SIN number. <laughs> yeah. And every time... Can I join? No, these sites are <laughs> fake, man. Oh. No, but yours, I'm sure it's not. It's just me. It's just... It's my own bad luck. You're going to be okay. Okay, good. <laughs> ring, ring. <laughs> oh, uh, well, it seems we're getting a phone call. Let me ju- uh, and listeners of the show know in the past few weeks that uh, uh, whenever you click hello on the computer screen, the phone is automatically <laughs> the big connected. Button that says hello. <laughs> so here we go. Hello. 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 Hey. It sounds like we're getting a pretty wacky vibe right away from a stranger. In, coming in all right. <laughs> you're, you're coming in pretty strong hey. here. Hey. Good. Uh, uh, who is this? Uh, my name's Griffin Toplitsky. I am host of the improv podcast, Killed to Death. Oh, where you asked the question, what murder is? Yes, exactly. Wow. Uh, the only podcast where we ask what murder is. Uh, do you have a suggestion? Well, I, I think it's the, the murder of a mayor. That Interesting. could be murder. Yeah. That could be murder. And I'm calling because I'm a little worried. Um, I'm about to become mayor. My name is uh, Anthony uh, Joyful, and I am going to be mayor of a little place called Brooklyn coming up. Wow. So uh, I was just curious, uh, is it common for mayors to get murdered? Now, this is quite the coincidence. Uh, So I'm here with uh, Deputy Mayor Derek Gleed, uh, who is Deputy Mayor of Brooklyn, Ontario, currently. Oh, Oh, so nice to meet you uh, over the phone. It's so good to meet you. You know, we're going to be working together. This is so crazy. Well, this is very exciting. I have, I am so excited to change that damn sign out front. I, what? Don't you think it's so silly? It says we've got sewers or something. Unbelievable. Who would put that on a sign? Hey, Derek, you okay, buddy? I'm just going to have a look window. at the window. <laughs> he, it is, um, of course, a basement window, so he's up on his tippy toes. <laughs> A lot of lot of grass and feet. <laughs> well, Wait, um, how many people are standing directly outside your basement window? Well, I think the people want their home back. <laughs> <laughs> Whose home are you in? Well, there was a home that was, you know, unattended for the weekend. <laughs> and I had heard about squatters' rights. Right. And so I popped in there as a good citizen i don't i don't want the homes of brooklyn to be empty and derelict so it turns out they had just gone to niagara falls for the weekend but um uh, squatters keepers um is kind of the law in brooklyn it's a law i made (laughs) and uh they're they're not happy with me but i mean you know what you live you learn like alana says and i think that um, they'll eventually go away. But right now, a lot of, a lot of feet. I like you. I like that you're making laws, you're squatting places, you're taking initiative. I like your Toronto accent. Hey, thanks. I'm originally from Toronto, but they, I got the call, and it looks like I'm, I'm heading out to Brooklyn. Did you also get a midnight phone call? What do you mean, also? Uh, that's, that's how Derek became deputy mayor. What? It wasn't midnight, but it sure was late. 11.30. After 6 p.m.? 11.30 at night. Whoa, that's (laughs) sleep time. Yeah, let me tell you. I'm normally hunkered into bed at that point with a good mystery novel. And instead, here I am pacing around my apartment trying to track this phone call. Oh, you tried to track it? Yeah, I got one of those old-timey police trackers, and I were, hook it up to it. Were you able to keep them on the line? I had to keep them on the line for six minutes in order to track it. It's an old, old machine, and I couldn't do it. No, now I'm interested to hear your stalling tactics. So, so this disguised voice calls you and said, You are now mayor of Brooklyn, Ontario. Show up, put your name on the door. That's uh, Well, yeah, that's exactly what they okay. said. And I said, Hold on. Let me tell you about the mystery novel I've been reading. <laughs> they didn't want to hear it. <laughs> it lasted all eight seconds. I just had I just plugged it into the big recording machine and damn it they'd hung up. Oh, that's that's a shame. And it sounded like Well, I mean I haven't started yet, but I was planning to start Monday. Oh, okay. So you so right now, 
Based on what uh, Derek has said of the laws of Brooklyn, anyone could swoop in and put their name on that door before you and then their mayor. What? Oh, yeah, I didn't think about that. I was more just concerned with I started looking into the history and you guys have had a lot of mayors murdered. Well, <clears throat> I mean, you know, I haven't done the research, but I bet a lot of towns every six months have their mayor murdered. And if... If you have the passion and the drive to be a good mayor, we want you. We want you in um, Brooklyn. Um, but I mean, you might die. I mean, that's it, right? Like that's the price you pay. Um, no, I so know, I, I know, I know. I've been looking into this. This is uncommon. I would, I would love to uh, <laughs> to sign up for a position with and and hope that I'm not going to be murdered. <laughs> Wouldn't we all? Uh, yeah. Now I am curious. Uh, in this town of Brooklyn, Ontario, it sounds like there might be an interest from an outside group, for some reason or another, to control the government. And I'm curious what resource you guys might have that sets you apart from other towns. Uh, can you tell me a little bit more about your pond? <laughs> yeah, um, the pond is uh, full of wildlife, very safe wildlife. And it's on this rare strip of land that is extremely flat. And everyone keeps coming and being like, hey, can we build an airport? And we say, no, there's a pond. And they say, it'll make you a lot of money. And we say, no, there's a pond. Like, it'll help out the community. We say, no, there's a pond. And so I think people are mad that we're not letting them build an airport. Wait, so, sorry, what's remarkable about this piece of land where a <laughs> pond is is that it's very flat. Yeah. Would most bodies of water not be the exact same situation? No. You ever seen a lean-in pond or a tall pond? <laughs> uh, a bumpy pond. Bumpy pond. A wavy pond. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, they, they really want an airport because it'll be an airport in between Toronto and uh, Ottawa. So a nice you know, middle of the road. Yeah, I think airport. that is directly halfway between Toronto and Ottawa. Yeah. And um, I think they're going to make a lot of money and they keep asking. And the town folk, they keep begging me. And I I keep saying, oh, there's a pond there. Can't, no can do. Well, what you did know? the previous mayor say? Um, they all said, um, no way. They're not going to do it. And then... Um, that that's kind of the day before they die when they make the decision. <laughs> so, I wait a minute. Why doesn't this secret organization just call someone who wants an airport there? Well, how do you know if they want an airport there or not until they're thrust into the position? I posted a blog post about how we need more airports just a few weeks ago. Well, and then you got the call. Yeah. Well, maybe, I suppose, once I see this pond, maybe I'll be swayed, but I can't imagine a pond being so flat that I would be swayed into loving it over a gorgeous airport. I wouldn't have brought it up if it wasn't very important. Now, are you saying that you might be swayed to build an airport over this pond? As of now, I would, but I haven't seen this, this beautiful pond that has clearly captured the hearts of so many mayors previous. Well, I wouldn't be too happy if you built the airport, but on the other hand, you know, you might live. So who would who would want the airport so bad that they would be killing off mayor after mayor? Boeing, now, flight attendants. Should I I keep I I just I never know what's important and I don't want to bother you guys cuz you guys are so professional. What is it, boy? But um, the the black cars that come and those guys that show up, yeah, they they have the um, Toronto Airport Authority written on the cars, right? And these and cars they have they badges kind of fly in. Yeah, are these big black cars with wings? <laughs> Airplanes. That's what they're called. <laughs> and so I sh maybe I should have mentioned that before. Oh, it's okay. Hey, as long as you're mentioning it now, man, don't worry about it. I'm sorry. It's okay. Hey, I there's some know. stuff I'm about my life I haven't told you. What? Oh, Derek, I'm sorry. <laughs> Are you staring out the window again? <laughs> oh, look at all those Converse. <laughs> I 
<laughs> a bunch of teens lived there? Yeah. A bunch of basketball players from the 70s lived there. <laughs> Bill yeah, Russell not... lived in that house. And he wants you know it back. <laughs> Sorry? You know Bill? Uh, only, I know of Bill. Only by name. Oh, you should come up and meet Bill. Bill's great. <laughs> Is he one of the two other unnamed residents so far of Brooklyn? Yep. So it was you, whoever the former mayor was, your wife, your three kids, Bill Russell, and then still someone else. Yeah, I'm sure he'll come up. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, but it, it does sound like we know who's who's behind this. Yeah. The Toronto Airport Authority. You think they... Is that why they keep coming up and murdering the mayors? Oh, oh, so you know that they murder the mayors. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> Should I have said that? No, it's like, we're just glad you're telling hey, us now. as long as you're telling us now, man. Oh, I'm so sorry, guys. <laughs> oh, so you were, you were well aware. Oh, yeah, the Toronto Airport Authority comes up every six months and murders the mayor. <laughs> By playing a game of Connect Four on their chest. Yeah. Man. Well, that I, I explains feel like why I let everyone down. They have everybody's number. You have to put in your number when you book a flight. And in in the same way you can disguise your voice by talking through a fan, uh, an airplane propeller works the same way. Right. So when they call you, they've got the phone on the other side of a plane propeller. Yeah. They're just talking, so their voice sounds like this. Yeah. Wow. This... This, this makes is, so much sense. I feel like we should, th- yeah, we should have really um, figured this out earlier. Yeah, hey, uh, we. How could we have known that it was the Toronto Airport Commission who murdered these mayors, other than you knowing it? I know, but after the first murder a few years ago, I should have told someone the specifics. <laughs> so, uh, what do you think? What should I do? Should I take the job? Oh, yeah. Do, sure. Does he build the pond? Or does he build the <laughs> airport over the tall pond? Well, I think in Uxbridge, it's the kind of place where you have to follow your heart. That's what's on their side. And I thought this What's was that? Brooklyn. Oh, yeah. You follow your heart in Uxbridge. In Brooklyn, you we've got do sewers. what the airport authority says <laughs> oh. or you die. <laughs> oh. You've got a new slogan. Now that's catchy. Well, now that I know. Okay. Well, then, yeah, let's pop that on the sign. I suppose I'll just build the airport then. Okay. Then I can keep the job. Well, our economy will be the- thriving. I'll be a top mayor. Can I use the airport? Of course, you're deputy mayor. All right. <laughs> Only government officials can use airports yeah. in any city. Just don't kill me, because then you'd become mayor. What? And that wraps up another <laughs> successful episode of Kill to Death. Uh, it was the Toronto Airport uh, Authority. It uh, always is. I will make sure to tag them on Instagram. Uh, I'd like to thank... Oh, wait. Th- that was a very natural segue. I'll, I'll put this first. You can follow us on Instagram. Oh, at yeah. Kill to Death Podcast, if you'd like to see uh, the promo for this episode, that which presumably you've just listened to, uh, <laughs> you can follow us on Twitter. You can email us at killtodeathpodcast at gmail.com if you have a suggestion for a murder or if you'd like to tell us what murder is. I'm uh, still working on that. I'd like to thank Matt Probst for doing our theme song. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and because I usually say that first, I'm now at a loss. Uh, you got the rest. Okay, great. Apple Podcasts, Spotify, all that jumbo crump. But there's one question that still remains, and it's who else is a resident of Brooklyn? There's one more resident. We did, uh, oh. we did set that up. Uh, it must have been two, three minutes ago. This is a deep callback. <laughs> the last resident... Was the pond itself. <laughs> oh, the fifth character. Oh, excellent. Well, it's good to know. Uh, and you can find uh, our podcast on the Sonar Network. Yes. Uh, now, uh, our listeners know uh, that me and Steve pretty inept when it comes to comedy. Yep. Uh, we haven't quite figured it out yet. Uh, but that's especially true right now when it comes to sketch comedy. We don't know the first thing about what to do or how to approach it. Can fans of the Sonar Network check out any resource for that? Yes, I co-host or Adam co-hosts the uh, <laughs> my me. 
You can be whoever you like at this point. Uh, what the hell? Yeah, the back. Derek, who just walked into your room? <laughs> Give me the mic. <laughs> All right. I'm Adam's. I'm Derek's tough brother from Toronto. <laughs> uh, yeah, you could. The Backline podcast is usually an improv podcast. It's been around for years. We tour the world teaching and performing. Um, but because of what's going on right now, we thought we would give all of our sketch knowledge out to the world for free. Um, so you can listen to the Backline, and we take you through from basically what sketch is through building premises, different genres, sketch structure. And um, it's basically everything we know, and you can take it and maybe write some sketches during this time. That Amazing. sounds like a great resource. Uh, and also, from what I understand, you're still allowed to listen to the improv podcasts? Oh, yes. Oh, okay. You, <laughs> you can't are okay. allowed. It'll just make you sad that you can't get on stage and do improv. Oh, oh. awesome. <laughs> Perfect. I'm sad anyway. Uh, there we go. <laughs> and to all our listeners out there, to cap things off yes. on a very special yep. 249th episode. That's right. Keep your stick on the ice. Killed to Death is produced and engineered by Steve Cook and Griffin Toplitsky. Special thanks to Katie Lore, Matt Probst, and Tom Shank. Rate and subscribe on iTunes and like Kill to Death on Facebook so they know how to value their worth as human beings. This podcast has been brought to you by the Sonar Network. Sonar! Hi, I'm Maddox Campbell host of Break a Wish, the podcast where all your dreams come true, but with terrible, ironic consequences. Each episode, we take a magic wish. Then my comedian guests and I try to come up with the perfect, balanced cost. We break the wish down from every angle. I think I'd rather, well, would I rather be spit on the piano? Yeah. Underwear excluded. I was, I was right. literally about to be like, okay, we haven't talked about underwear. You but haven't I feel talked like about underwear. Yeah. Why are your farts visible like a cartoon? I can't answer that That's question. That's face of yes. <laughs> yeah. Could you use your weather powers to battle the meteorologists? No. Main part of the boot I'm not looking whatever. for anything that might surprise ruin my day. Yeah. Surprise ruin your if day. If my day's going to be ruined, I want to know about it. For more information... Visit breakawish.ca or thesonarnetwork.com. What would you wish for? <laughs> <laughs>